Blessed by Bast by T.B. Terrell. The old man peered up from his book as the door opened. He smiled as his wife crossed the threshold of their doorway, snuggling a scrawny black kitten. She had to squeeze through the front door, which wouldn't quite open all the way due to the boxes from a pet food delivery place stacked in front of the door. The other occupants of the home ran towards Lady to see what she had brought home. The little kitten mewed, and the other cats meowed loudly. Where you find that in? the old man drawled. Down the road. I think she's hurt, Lady replied with a hint of sadness in her voice. The old man grimaced as if in pain himself. Bring her here, Lady. Let me look at her and see. Lady approached the old man, and he placed his hands out, palms up, to accept the fragile gift. He examined the little black kitten, top to bottom, stroking her and whispering reassuring words. She'll be fine, he said as much to Lady as he did to the kitten the audience of dozens of other cats. She's just hungry and scared. The old man set his book on the end table and gently stroked the kitten, speaking to her as an old friend or a beloved relative would. The tiny kitten looked up at his grizzled bearded face and placed a paw on his cheek. The old man smiled and brought the kitten's nose up to his own. What will you name her old man? Lady asked. Kitty, of course, the old man replied, with a slight chuckle in his voice. All their cats were Kitty, and all of them knew who he meant when he said good Kitty, or bad Kitty. They're just all the old man's kitties. They loved him, and he loved them. The lady, of course, gave them all real names, and they always responded to the names she gave them. The lady treated them with kindness and compassion. But more importantly, Lady took care of them physically. She would clean their ears, take them to the vets when they needed to go to the vet, feed them, and clean their litter boxes. Lady loved them, and they loved her. The old man got up from his chair, cradling the little black kitten in the crook of his arm, and walked towards the kitchen. He glanced down at the lottery ticket he bought the other day. A cacophony of cats followed him. He reached in the fridge and retrieved a small can of cat milk. His wife, the lady, watched bemused at the spectacle of a train of cats following the old man, all yelling for his love and attention. He retrieved a small bottle from the cupboard and ran hot water from the tap. He placed his hand under the, under the flowing water until it was too hot to keep his hand under. The old man opened the can of cat milk and poured it into the bottle screwed the lid on, and let the hot water run over it. He held the bottom of the bottle while the hot water ran across it. His hand turned red. He was used to mixing the warmth of the hot water around the outside of the bottle with the cold of the refrigerated milk on the inside. When he was satisfied it was warm throughout, he shut the water off and walked back to his chair, kitten still in the crook of his arm. He sat back down in his chair, making audible yet sincere grunts of pain as he settled in. He placed the nipple of the milk bottle in the little kitten's mouth, and she began to nurse profusely. The old man smiled, first at the kitten, then at Lady. Lady returned a smile and blew him a kiss. She disappeared around the corner into their bedroom. The old man turned his complete attention to the little kitty. He spoke to her in pleasing tones, 
and petted her in a manner that was both gentle and reassuring. Kitty smiled at the old man in a manner that only kittens can. She stopped suckling on the bottle, and the old man set the bottle on the table next to him and began to rub the kitty's belly. This went on for a short span of time until both Kitty and the old man fell asleep. Later that night, Kitty left her new home and went back home to her mother. What is it, little one? Why are you back so soon? I died, mother. A growl emanated from the tall anthropomorphic feline's throat. Who did this to you? Vast demanded. No one, mother. I was just born sick, Kitty replied. Bass looked into her child's soul and saw that she spoke the truth. Surely you were mistreated, Bass queried, while giving Kitty a gentle nod of the head. No, mother. Everyone treated me well. Kitty retold her entire life to the goddess Bast, short as it was. Please, mother, Kitty cried. Do not punish the old man and the lady. Bless them. And how would you have me bless them, little one? Give them their heart's desires, the both of them. Best pondered this, and in the moment she pondered, she saw the extent of two lifetimes and made her decision. It is done, her voice boomed out with a soft feline grace. Old man and lady passed that night in their sleep. A winning lottery ticket lay on their kitchen table. Lady woke up feeling young and refreshed, and every cat she had ever loved was waiting for her. They muted her, and she mewed back. A young black slender tom approached her, and she instantly knew it was old man. Her tail swished. He touched his nose to hers. A young man, fresh out of law school, reads the last will and testament of Lady and Old Man. Everything goes to the cats, and all future cats. When the will was written, they had less than $1,000 to their names. It was the largest lottery payout in U.S. history, and the cats got it all. Three thirty by T.B. Terrell. He'd been driving all night, and every time he glanced at the clock on the dash, it said 3.30. The miles on his GPS didn't change either. He was alone on the interstate. He increased his speed, just a little at first, then quite a bit more. He knew he had to be chewing up the miles. He glanced at the clock and the GPS again. 3.30 and 330 miles to go. He put the pedal all the way to the floor, pegging the speedometer at 140 miles per hour. He could see two faint red lights ahead of him in the distance, someone's tail lights. In the rear view, some dim headlights, getting dimmer by the second. It's approaching a small town, the lights of the town streaking by, the occasional car getting on the highway, little more than a streak. The clock and GPS are still registering 3.30 respectively. He pushed the gas pedal even harder, the taillights in front of him getting brighter and then fading into nothingness. Same with the headlights behind him. The clock read 329. Total darkness. The doctor looked at his watch. Time of death, 3.30 a.m. <laughs>